0: Teach Clay, a podcast for ceramic teachers looking to share ideas and to connect. My name is Julie Newman, and I am your host. Welcome back. So I missed my Tuesday podcast deadline, and I'm super sorry. I got caught up with grading and emails and students and teaching my kids and department meetings, and I just ran out of time. I know so many of you are feeling overwhelmed, and sometimes we have to peel back and focus on what we can. Some of the interviews in this podcast have included the advice, be kind to yourself. So I had to pull that card. I had to be kind to myself this week, but now back to work. Our next episode was recorded a few weeks ago. In the interview, we started discussing the announcement of the school shutdowns and how that was definitively going to be for the rest of the year. It seems so long ago, but it really was just a couple weeks ago. Since then, we are now wrestling with the idea of summer school being online or canceled. And there have even been more discussions about what the fall semester will look like, whether it will continue online, Or will our schools actually open? Through it all, we're holding it together for our families, for our students, for our friends, and we must go on. I know that we can do this. My next guest is one of the last ceramics teachers in Bakersfield, California. She started the Facebook page, High School Ceramic Teachers, and she's extremely active in the collaboration of this group. In this episode, she talks about how she helps a struggling student, and she meets them right where they are. She also gives us the idea of having virtual artist talks to expose our students to practicing ceramic artists. She talks about a chalk art project that she created in her front yard, and we discuss how the ideas come when you are doing, and how to allow your artwork to evolve in real time. So let's jump into this interview with Yvonne Kavanaugh. All right, welcome back to We Teach Clay. I'm here today with Yvonne Kavanaugh. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you very much for having me. (laughs) I'm
0: happy to be here. And so glad to to talk with you today. Um, I wanna get started just with uh, the background information so we know where you are. Can you tell us where you teach, what classes you teach, and about what your class sizes are?
1: Yes, I am in Bakersfield, California. I teach five periods of ceramics um, every day, full time. I teach four periods of beginning ceramics, so it's their first year with me, and then I teach one period that's um, second and third year with me of ceramics. Um, What else? Oh, my class sizes, oh god. (laughs) At the beginning of the year, it starts with 38 to 40 in my beginning classes. Um, Now it's kind of in the 34-ish range. my intermediate advanced class is usually a little bit smaller, around 20 to 25 students, which feels like a dream.
0: <laughs> um, you are at high school, right? High school level? Yes, high school. Yes. Uh-huh. So
1: it's ninth through twelfth graders. I have all levels from special ed to advanced placement classes all mixed together in each class period. Wow. Um, I have a lot of English language learners. We're um, a low economic school, uh, a lot of and reduced Lunch. And the school itself is the oldest in Bakersfield, California, over okay. 100 years old, and has about 2,800 students total. Okay. And oh, and I'm the last ceramics teacher in Bakersfield that teaches high school ceramics.
0: The last. The last. Wow.
1: Full time. Well, It's it. This is it.
0: I'm it. <laughs> do they have a lot of other arts that they offer? It's just that. We ceramic- have.
1: Um, we have studio arts. We have. Um, Photography, we have, of course, theater, orchestra. Bakersfield High School still has dance. Uh, and we still have, of course, just Bakersfield High School has ceramics. Chapter High does have four periods of ceramics. but so other than that, they've eliminated it from all the other high schools, which this kind of leads into the reason why I started the high school ceramics teacher page so many years ago uh, in 2015 I believe is when I started it in August uh, because at that time we were starting to do all the PLC work but I had nobody to talk to I mean I would meet with my art teachers that are in my building but they're doing completely different assignments than what I'm doing so I thought what is a way I could reach out and be effective and talk to other high school ceramics teachers so I started the page uh, that it's called High School Ceramic Teachers. I was already following the other Ceramic page, which is great and fabulous, and I love it. Uh, but it's open to so many levels that I really wanted to really focus in on high school uh, to help just, I mean, because selfishly, it was for me. I needed I needed a group. <laughs> and so I. that's why I started it. And it started gaining traction really quickly. And within that next month, I already over a over hundred people were
0: already on there. And, and this then, is this is Facebook that you're talking about. It's yes, the Facebook, Facebook group, sure. um, High School Ceramic Teachers, if you're wondering exactly where to go to find that. Um, and that's what you started. So you started um, taking off with lots of teachers. I know the other uh, Facebook group is K-12 through uh, Ceramic Teachers. So it is a little bit more broad. Um, but both groups are full of amazing people just sharing so much yeah. stuff. I love um, it. Yeah. That's so great. So you, so about five years ago, you started that yes.
1: group. So I started it that August. Uh, Tina Leith was my kind of help along the way and she was really supportive about it. Uh, the following month, um, as I mentioned to you before on the phone, my sister suddenly passed away, which I'm fine now, you know, i a lot of recovery with that, but I the page was taking off, and I wanted to keep up with it, but I was Mm -hmm. grieving myself, so I reached out to Tina, and she thankfully said she would become the administrator for me and take over, and I'm so grateful because she has done an amazing job keeping up with everything and keeping it going and being supportive constantly, Uh, so she is the official admin now and sometimes I jump in and kind of welcome everybody mm-hmm. and she's definitely the, the person who's um, you know, administrating that.
0: Well, and I think especially now, because we're all seeking information, all of all of the ceramic teachers. Yeah. When you go on the Facebook group, uh, you and Tina are just all over the place. and the things that you're sharing and you're commenting, you can tell that you both are very active with this community. And it just that's what makes this big world of ceramics teachers feel small is where you start yeah. recognizing these people and these names that are actively, encouraging community. So thank yeah. you for that. So
1: oh, absolutely. absolutely.
0: So this ye- year has been going like every other year. And then all <laughs> of a sudden, er, we have yeah. this uh, COVID issue. So, you know, it's been developing over the last, I would say, three to four weeks now. Um, have you been officially shut down for the
1: year? Yes, we just found out a few days ago, officially that We are not going back to campus this school year. Um, School is still in session, but we
0: aren't going back. Okay, okay. And I think we're all kind of grappling with that right now. I just got notice as well from my school. we've already been treading water, you know, in this online curriculum. So in a way it's shocking, but it's also like, well, we can continue. I think like I'm on spring break this next week. After we come back from spring break, it's about eight weeks, give or take, depending on your district till the end. So um, how has it been going for you? What kind of technology do your students have access to right now?
1: Okay. So my school, we... We have Chromebooks when we're there. We have Chromebooks that the students can use in class if needed and so forth. Uh, but now that they're all at home, just last week, the students are now able to check one out and take one home, which is amazing, Great. if they need it. Some of them don't, but a lot of them do. And the other thing is uh, Wi-Fi was a big problem. So a lot of students don't have Wi-Fi access, which blows a lot of people's minds but it's definitely happening here and so it was really cool in the paper last week uh, the Kern High School District is now having buses stop at certain bus stops to give Wi-Fi to the community and the students um, during certain times of the day. Wow. And that information is being disseminated through the newspaper, through the Kern High School District website, on the news. This city is really pulling it together for these kids so
0: that's amazing. So there'll be like a schedule and yes. they'll know where it is at what time. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. so great.
1: Like a roaming hotspot, if you will.
0: <laughs> can, does that mean like a student gets on the bus or does that no. mean that they can access that like from? I think they'll proximity? be able to access
1: it access from their house. Okay. They don't want anyone to be close to each other. So. That's
0: what I was thinking, yeah. but I wasn't sure what the range of that is. Right.
1: But so I'm sure they've we'll, thought about it. Yes. Yeah, someone else has got that figured yep. out <laughs> <laughs> we don't
0: have to worry about that <laughs> that's so great uh, so um, it sounds as though students that might be having some technology hiccups will yes. be able to resolve those especially i think a lot of the students at my school have been kind of waiting like oh well this isn't going to last forever so i'm just going to not do anything until we come back and then i'll fix it all yeah. Well, now that we're not coming back i think a lot of kids are waking up like
1: oh no i've got to actually check into this yeah. and yeah. that's what's starting to happen with my students um <laughs> i'm glad we're talking today because i had a due date for one of their assignments yesterday and so i just looked this morning and a little under half of them have turned in their work yeah and it wasn't difficult i'll tell you what it was it All I had to do for 13 school days, because that's what we've been out so far, was I told them, and I was able to speak this to them before we left, I said, what I want you to do is pretend we're on an artist residency, and I explained what that is and what that means, and I said, for 20 minutes a day, I want you to do a drawing. Right now, I want it to be an observational drawing, so find an object, any object, in your house. It could be your meal, it could be your toothbrush, it could be your cat and sit and draw with it for 20 minutes, and that's it. When you're done drawing, or when the time is up, walk away. It could just be contour line drawings. Don't have to sit here and shade. I just want you to focus on observing. So that was one part of their assignment. The other part of their assignment was I said, for 10 minutes each day, I want you to journal. I want you to write about anything. I don't, if you don't know what to write, I said, just write, I don't know what to write. I don't know what to write. I don't know what to write, because eventually your brain is going to get bored and tired of that, and you're going to say, oh my gosh, Ms. Kavanaugh, I can't believe you're making me write this right now, and this is what's happening. I'll tell you what, Julie, what they're writing back to me is just, (laughs) it's overwhelming, and it's heartwarming, Um, but I just wanted to start out by giving them an outlet, because this is so weird and strange right now, and... None of us have lived through a global pandemic. And no, <laughs> so yes, yeah, so and no th- rules. Um, so, and our administration is being very supportive, treating us like professionals. Whatever we need to do for our kids right now, they say do that. So that's great. That's really helpful.
0: So you um, um, gave them that assignment. Are they turning that in on like Google Classroom? They are. So they have a
1: few options. They could turn it in on Google Classroom, which a lot of them did do that. The other option is our school is offering students to drop work off there. So the buildings aren't open, but there's a security guard and two teachers who stand outside during the school day and the students can bring their work and drop it off and then it will get to the teacher. That's I have one student turned in like that. Wow. <laughs> they're, well, they're for, for that kid and then actually a few students who were having trouble with Google Classroom I just had them text them to me. I said, yeah. just, just text me the pictures, tell me your name when you send it so I know it's you, and we're good. And yeah. So I think about five of
0: them did that. Well, I, we have to meet the kids where they are right now. Yeah. And for that one kid who dropped it off physically, great. That's what that student needed. Yeah. So good for, yeah. good for you guys. That's great. Yeah. Um, have you done any live um, instruction or do you plan to? Or are I you-
1: do plan to. I just started a YouTube channel which is a huge deal for me, because I don't know what I'm doing, you guys. Um, (laughs) But I just started it, and I, the first video, there's one video on there right now, and it's me in my classroom a few days ago, just showing them the kiln room and the firings that are happening right now, because I felt terrible that we had just finished making these mugs, and half of them are bisque fired Half of them are not yet fired. Somehow, I and I so I told them in the video, I said, here's where your mugs are. I'm going to unload the kiln. I can show you what they look like. Somehow we're going to get them done, I assured them. Figure it out. Don't worry, because they all keep asking me about their mugs. They were so excited about them. Um, and so that first video was me just showing them around the room and telling them, you know, everything is still intact and it's going to be here. We're going to finish these darn mugs and it's going to be okay.
0: That's good. It's reassurance for yes. them.
1: So that's the first one. And then... Next week, so thank god I'm on break, break right now as well, so I can kind of get my bearings. But I've developed um, kind of a plan of action now for the next eight weeks. And I brought home, I was able to bring home my technology from my classroom, including like my hover cam. So, yep. so I didn't have that, of course, at home. So I brought that home so I could use that. Oh, I also brought home the whiteboard from our classroom and like the, the markers so that I can show them every day because in my classroom at VHS, when they walk in, they're supposed to look to the whiteboard to see what we're supposed to do every day. It's always there every day. So I brought it home so I can start showing them, oh, this is what you're supposed to do today. So it just gets that familiarity back to them, um, makes this a little more normal. And so I brought that home, I'm gonna do that uh, Monday. So I'm doing a different thing on each day, this is my plan. This is my plan as of right now. It could change in you know 20 minutes when we stop talking. Um, <laughs> But, so Monday, I want to do something called um, Meet the Artist. Because as ceramic people, I don't know about you, but I have so many ceramic pieces that belong to other artists in my house, which I love. And I think it would be a great way to share with my students um, a little contemporary art, which is what I want to do at the end of the year anyway. And so I'm gonna start with a mug that I had just showed them uh, since we had just learned about these mugs and sgraffito. I have a friend named Mark um, who I have this mug that he did from six years ago, and he's taking off in the ceramic world right now. So I, I asked him if I could call him and we could chat about his work next week. And so I'm going to post that video. Is my plan?
0: Great.
1: It's going to be on Mondays to have a different artist with me through Zoom or some other way.
0: Let's talk a little bit about that artist. It's like visiting yeah. artists. Um, There are some other department or not other department, other content areas in my department in VAPA that are having guest speakers. So I have um, my drama teacher knows is very well networked into the L.A. acting scene. Yeah, he's actually having a couple guest speakers that are these famous Broadway actors coming on for for um, a Google Hangout session with his students. I have another teacher who is having a band director at a college come and speak to their students. Uh, the And it doesn't have to be live, it can be recorded. Yeah, It opens up, most of these people are so busy in their regular life that they would never have a chance to do these things, but right now everybody's home and nobody's yeah. working. Absolutely. So I would yeah. encourage people to reach out if there's an artist or a painter or somebody that you have been admiring you wanna bring into your curriculum, email them and ask them. I bet people would say yes, just because of our time. That brings me to um, the the question of video conferencing. So like Zoom versus Google Hangouts, right now we are recording in Zoom and um, Zoom is probably one of the more popular platforms across the nation, across the world right now. Um, There are some hiccups and there have been some things in some districts uh, with Zoom bombing and um, with people entering into Zoom sessions um and i we we hear most of those stories in school settings because we're trying to isolate and and create these private meetings and then people were able to sneak in Um, but there is a lot of power in zoom where you can record the video you can record the audio you can record on multi-channels if you know what that is and you do editing Uh, but there's a lot of power with these have you used zoom yet or do you plan on using
1: i have only used it with my friends we were able to use it with our students until a few days ago i had not even tried it with my students yet so i'm okay with that um we can't use it any longer we just got an email saying we're not supposed to use Zoom anymore from, your district. <laughs> from my district yes. okay um uh, saying because of the um what
0: is it called? The zoom bombing
1: yes right. <laughs> uh, so uh they did say we could use google hangouts i've yep. not tried that yet either I've just been using Google Classroom with my students uh, up until this point, and that seems to be working fine for me right now. Um, yeah, so we'll see well, what I need to do. Uh, I think
0: that they are fairly similar. There have been some limits with Google Hangouts. I use Google Hangouts because my school is a Google, a Google site. So all of my students have a school-issued uh, Gmail account and it, it keeps everything really tight. We're able to kind of monitor and watch and keep them safe, basically, on any of our um, school-issued devices or like, for example, Google Hangouts. Um, Google Transcripts creates a transcript of all of the, the Hangouts. And so it just protects the teacher, okay, protects yeah. the student. Um, but one thing that I, I was really trying to push my school into using Zoom until Google Hangouts, um, I was shared an extension in Google Hangouts, which is called the Grid View. So if you're using Hangouts right now and you're only able to see four or five people and you have a class of 30 people, you can install this extension called Grid View. You just have to Google search it and you'll add it to your Chrome and it will allow you to see all of your students at once. So for those of you who are kind of toggling between Zoom and Google Hangouts, give it a try. Even I think because we're all doing this and we're all pretty new or like learning so much, there's a steep learning curve and people are learning quickly and they're sharing.
1: Yes. So
0: you can even Google search how to use Google Hangouts for online curriculum and you'll see the videos are all like one day ago, one week ago, whereas before this, it would have been like two years ago. (laughs) So good. Okay. Well, that's, that's good to know. Um, One thing that I saw you post recently on Facebook in the um, high school ceramic teacher group was an actual assignment, and you had listed it as, this is the assignment for one specific student, and it said, get out of bed, shower, go for a walk, and report back. Can you tell me a little bit more about that assignment?
1: Uh, Yes. (laughs) So, I don't know about all of you guys, but being a ceramics teacher, you're also kind of their therapist in a way. And thankfully we have counselors we can uh, send them to and to get that, um, that help. But we're their refuge a lot of times. And so the student I was speaking t- about, um, she has been with me two years, so we have a, a really good relationship. She comes to me when she's having troubles. She's in foster care. It's tough, it's really tough. And she actually just went to a new uh, foster home recently. So she's in a place now, isolated, with people she doesn't know, she doesn't get to go to school. And she, I asked all my students to email me uh, how they were doing as one of their daily assignments. And she emailed me and she said, Miss Cavanaugh, I am not doing well. I can't get out of bed. It's been two weeks. I don't want to do anything. I'm really depressed. I'm so sad. She's supposed to graduate. She will graduate in a few months. And so I thought, okay, I need to help her. <laughs> and the first thing I did was call her counselor. Uh, her counselor for the high school uh, is also close with her, and I'm close with that counselor. So I called her immediately, and she called her um, guardians. She called her therapist. She called her CASA help. Uh, anyway, so, you know, there's, all that is happening as well. However, I still wanted to respond to her, and so I wrote that email that you can see on High School's Rams page, um, just to share with people what I gave to her, because I think a lot of people need to hear it right now. And so I wrote that to her, um, and I actually, I put in there also a little ditty about when I was in college, I was struggling when I was 22 with depression, and my dad is a marriage family counselor, he's retired now, that I remember at the time, him emailing me and saying, when I was saying that I couldn't get out of bed, I didn't want to do anything and so forth, he said, Yvonne, you have to get out of bed. You do nothing else today. You have to get out of bed. You have to get showered, get on clothes, walk out of your house. I mean, he was very stern. <laughs> he, but was like a good
0: a therapist. therapist.
1: And I needed to hear it. And I did it. And you just have to do it. It makes you feel better. Um, You have to start somewhere and you have to start with something and that's really a concrete thing you can do. Um, So anyway, I thought back to that time and I wrote that out to her and I gave that to her as an assignment because she is not going to journal or draw for me or do anything ceramic related if she can't even get out of bed. So I feel like with all my students and this time, I'm just going to start where they are and that's where she is right now. So um, and then I, yeah, I posted it on my, my personal page and everybody started responding, you know, and I thought, wow, oh, a lot more people needed to hear this than just her. Absolutely. So anyway, that's that's what that's
0: about. Well, and I think that it, it brings up a really good point that, you know, we we're trying to deliver instruction to all of our students and we want it to be accessible and we're talking about technology. But at the end of the day, if the students emotionally aren't even available, they're not going to get to where we need them to be. Um, I, I love how you just give those basic steps. Sometimes I think students need to be invited to do something. Yeah. And definitely. so for that student, it was get out of bed and take a shower. Yeah. And because you suggested that, that might be easier to tackle than the student trying to tell themselves to get out of bed and take a shower. Absolutely.
1: And making her accountable. Like she has to report back. <laughs> that's <important>
0: yes, too. <laughs> absolutely. And that's that that um assessment piece. I mean, yes. that's what we call it as <laughs> right. a teacher, but it it's that accountability step for her. Yeah. You know, this advice, it, it sounds amazing, but I'm sure there are adults listening that might need this too. I mean, we're all going through this crazy experience and there have been days where I've been fine. Everything's good. And there are days where I'm like, I do not want to get out of bed right now. And Absolutely. I, I think that that's great. I, there are a lot of memes and a lot of jokes about, um, conference call and video conferencing, how like from here up the hair right. is perfect. And then from here down, totally. hammies <laughs> and slippers, um, or if you're doing just an audio call, you know, like hair mangled, but if video call, perfectly clothed.
1: <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I was reading an article about, um, recently about how this is very similar to grief. I think I talked to you about this the other day. Yes. And oh my gosh, it just really resonated with me. And that's why I, I felt I could give this assignment in a way. Um, like I mentioned, I lost my sister five years ago. So I went through a year of very heavy grieving while I was teaching, which was I don't I don't even know how I did it, but um, I learned a lot about how to recover or how to get through grief during that time. And so, when the article just the other day was mentioning how similar this is to grief, it really stood out to me because it does. It feels like this thing in your chest right now, or at least in my chest, that feels like grief, and it's hard to you know keep moving around and keep doing your usual things and. Feel okay and so when I remembered what I had to do to get through grief it really helped me um, just daily right now just trying to figure out the now Um, and one of those tricks I remember was um, a friend told me to really focus on what you're doing each step that you're doing it in other words if you're gonna go take a shower just sit and think okay I'm gonna put my feet on the floor I'm going to walk my feet to this room. I'm going to turn on the shower. And you do all of those things. And it just puts you really in the moment. Yes, being present. I thought, thought, she's so ridiculous. I'm not going to do that. That's so silly. And I did it because I was desperate. And I'm telling you, it helped. It really helped. (laughs) absolutely
0: there there are even uh, forms of meditation with that uh, where you when you're in the shower instead of just taking a shower you feel the water hit your face yeah. you feel the water hit your shoulders change the temperature and acknowledge the cold water versus the warm water you know breathe in the mist there's just like so many steps in yeah. being present that help us pass through that grief stage or mourning or um, depression, anxiety, whatever we're feeling. So um, when you said grief, you know, as an adult, I, I, in this experience, I think of one thing, but when I think of our students, I think they are dealing with a lot of grief right now, the loss of graduation, the loss of, for our seniors, the end of their senior year, uh, a lot of sports activities have all been canceled. So, you know, like my kid is a rock climber. His gym's not open. He can't do that. Um, Loss of, you know, senior awards or baccalaureates or um, grad nights, all of those things that students have been anticipating are gone. And so I think they're grieving not just the fact that we can't leave our houses, but all that. It's just piling
1: on. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: As far as your own health and your own expression, I saw I've seen what you're doing on Facebook, but there was also an article um, that was posted about the neighborhood painting, uh, neighborhood street painting in your community, and it was chalk art. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that and how it's kind of grown into this larger thing?
1: Absolutely. So the Bakersfield Museum of Art uh, does a Italian Street Painting Festival every October. Um, It's called Via Arte. And the students often participate. All the high schools participate. There are professional artists who participate. It's a huge weekend event and all of the funding that is raised goes to support the education programs at the Bakersfield Museum of Art, which is fabulous. So um, of course the museum is closed right now as well. Um, and the curator and the staff, was they were trying to think of a way to bring the community, to, to bring the community together. And so they sent out an email to a handful of local or professional artists in town. And I got that email, and it was asking if we would help spread the word by doing the Chalk Your Walk. So in front of your house or somewhere at your house, um, do some chalk, and then tag the museum uh, on Facebook, Instagram, and social media uh, with a hashtag, BMOA chalk your walk. So it would start to spread the word, and then uh, they've been posting it on their um, site, and they plan to do something further with it in the future. So that's how that started. So I did one. in front of my house it's really fun um that's another thing that can get you in the moment is sitting with chalk and just coloring so it was lovely i spent a whole morning just sitting there in my front lawn <laughs> um, and so i just did an abstract piece actually it's based on some ceramic work that i'm doing right now that's really colorful so i took a picture of one of my ceramic pieces to make it three or to make it two-dimensional rather, and that's what i drew in my square in front of my house and it's really colorful and I got really excited, and I thought I'd do like four. And I started one. And then I, my husband goes, you're going to do all of those? <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a long I side made
1: a, I, made a, uh, I made a thought I was going to do that. But I don't really want to do all four. So anyways, my friend girlfriend drove by to say hi. And she got out of her car, and she stayed at the other end. And she started coloring the other end a good 10, 20 feet away from me. Um, and we were just chatting. and. It was great to see her. And she didn't finish, and she left. So then the next day I went out, and I started doing mine again. And I thought, oh, shoot, I should I should at least finish the one Allie started. And then I kind of loved that there was this empty space in between them that just really demonstrated how far we're supposed to be apart right now. Yes. So I left the empty space, um, just the white line outline drawing that I had done. And so that's um, there. And you can see it online on the um, article's website. Biggest Little California's website, Uh, so that's in front of my house right now, and And I
0: love how it it really—it's like these beautiful, colorful, um, like two sidewalk patch and then this blank sidewalk and then another beautiful patch it just represents that that distance the social distancing that six feet of space um i love that it was unintentional but it was like a revelation as you made it and that's art that's what we're trying to teach our kids i know it always the ideas come when
1: you're when you're
0: doing (laughs) absolutely that's so great Um, speaking of making and doing, um, I know that you are an artist. I've seen your art on your website. I want to give you a chance before we finish up to, um, to let our listeners know where they can find you. Um, whether that's either on the Facebook group, the high school ceramic teachers on Facebook, where else
1: can people find you? Um, I do have a website. It's as simple as it's just my name. (laughs) So it's Yvonne And, um, I have an Instagram account as well. It's Yvonne.Cavanaugh so and share-
0: is spelled without the U. Correct. Yes. C-A- Thank
1: you for that.
0: C-A-V-A-N-A-G-H.
1: C-A-N-A-G-H. Yes. <laughs> I always told my husband, I'm going to have to spell that the rest of my life. Aren't
0: I? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I got you. <laughs> but,
1: um, so my Instagram is mostly devoted to me. It's public, so you don't even have to follow. You can just go look whenever you want. Um, I mostly post artwork right now. I'm posting a lot of the kitten that I'm taking care of, but um, yeah. So there's those two spots and, and Facebook. I'm,
0: I'm, yeah, and I know you do some ceramic work. You do some drawing yes, and painting.
1: Yeah. So I just got my MFA a couple years ago from Azusa Pacific, and then my MFA work was shown at the Bakersfield Bakersfield Museum of Art as a solo exhibit after I graduated, which was amazing. And that show included drawings and my what I call my collapsed vessels and so you can see that whole exhibit actually on my website um, and it it did uh, have a little bit to do with grief and recovering from grief so it
0: is relevant right now. yeah well thank you so much for joining me today this was a great conversation lots of good stuff in here and how to meet our students where they are how to support them um, maybe not specifically in the curriculum but more where they are emotionally. And I think we need to remember that, especially as we're right at the beginning of this next eight week chunk. So thank you so much today.
1: You're so welcome. Thank you.
0: Yvonne shows real compassion for her students. I really like the approach of the assignment, get out of bed, shower, go for a walk and report back. She said, you have to start somewhere. You have to start with something. And it's such a full circle moment when she said that that advice came from her dad when she was struggling at a time in her life. These life experiences that we have are seeds that we just pass right along to our students. It allows us to meet each kid where they are. And I really like how she added that accountability piece of reporting back. It tells the students that you are there for them. You will check in on them and that they can rely on you thanks again for all of your love and support for this podcast. I am truly humbled by everybody's contributions and encouragement. So with that, I bid you farewell. Stay healthy, friends, and keep connecting.